Hi, you're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your coach, Karen, and this is episode 23, Comparison and Social Media. Hi, guys. This weekend, my mom and I came together and met in Utah because we wanted to go to a play together. And since we're together right now and in our hotel room, we thought it'd be a good idea to record an episode. And we got a request over the weekend to do an episode about comparison um, on and offline. And we had some really good conversations this weekend as we were just kind of hanging out with each other. And so we wanted to record an episode and talk about this because I think there's some really good things we could talk about, Mom. Yeah. And before I forget about it. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want to forget it. So um, we've talked a little bit about comparison and confidence on our podcast before. And we really wanted to just dive into comparison more on this episode, especially when it comes to social media. So the first question, this is going to be more of like a Q&A. But the okay. first question I have for you, Mom, is um, just right off the bat, once you notice that you're starting to compare yourself with someone else, what do you do? Like, what should that next step be? Next step is pat yourself on the back because you're aware. Like, that makes me so happy if that's the, if that's the case. Like, you can see that you're about to do it or that you're doing it in the moment, and the awareness is the first step. So, yeah. yay. Okay. Second is decide if you want to keep going. Okay. Yeah. Comparison is a choice. And I get, I get it. It doesn't feel like a choice a lot of the time, right? It feels very necessary. And so you would have to like, hopefully that's what we're doing is educating you to see that it's not necessary and it doesn't serve you. And, um, it's a choice. And here's, here's the, like the truth about it. You're going to end up with two results when you compare yourself. Okay. You're going to, there's only two options. One is you're going to feel superior at the end of the comparison. Or two, you're going to feel inferior at the end of the comparison. And what I want to offer is that neither of those serve you, okay? Because they're temporary. Because they're based on outward evidence of your worth, okay? And because it's outward and outward things change, new person comes in. New, like things that we can't control change. You're going to have to continue to do this and continue to compare and and it will be a lifelong thing it's never over there's never gonna be one that's the final comparison it just doesn't work that way so it is a choice because you can choose to find your worth based on outward evidence or you can choose to to know that your worth is there regardless and that you create your life and so that would look like comparing yourself to your old self, comparing yourself now to last week. Now, what do I want to create? Yeah. How do I want to get better? Okay. So we've talked about in um, another podcast episode, this idea about how when we do compare, we tend to compare like our worst things to other people's best things. And I've noticed that we don't really compare when we're confident about something. Yeah, because we don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we recognize and focus on our strengths or like the things we're confident about? Um, how do we put more focus on that and less on the things that we're insecure about? Well, I do kind of want to go back to what you said. We, 
even though we're confident about things, we still sometimes compare. Yeah, we do. We do. True. You're right, though. We do take our weaknesses first. But depending on where we got the confidence. That's so true. Right? Yeah, like that's if, so true. If that confidence was based on external things, we are going to compare again. Right. So I just want to clarify that. That's true. Um, so, okay, what was the question? Sorry. It was, um, how do we recognize and like focus on the things we're confident about? Okay, so you need, you, you need to find them. Yeah. You need to find them and you need to be aware of them. And I have clients that they're, they have to find one a day. And like they have sticky notes, like put them where you see them. You need to be aware of what your strengths are. It's really easy to lose track of them if, if you're not have them in front of you, right? Because we're negatively wired. We do need to put those in our vision, like to see every day because our insecurities are our thoughts really. Yeah. Okay. So if you can put evidence in front of yourself of things that are your strengths, very helpful, very helpful when your brain wants to just go to your insecurities all the time to, to have that balance. Right. Yeah. Because everyone has weaknesses and everyone has strengths. That is just a that's a human thing. Okay. So um I definitely think it's important that you go in and you find them. And and as as your life goes, you get more. But I would put them somewhere where you can see them. Definitely. And I also think that you need to be aware of your weaknesses. I think it's very empowering to not be in denial, to know what you believe is a weakness. You can't yeah. go in and grow and fix and set goals if you're not aware of the things that you want and what you need and things you want to overcome. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's important both ways. Here's the things that I feel like I need to work on. Here are my straight, like be honest with yourself. It's going to change throughout your life, but you can't do anything. You're just stuck if you don't do the, if you're in denial. Yeah. So we all have the 50 50, right? So what's the point? I just want, I, I think it would be helpful. It is for me. This is how I've kind of overcome comparison okay. is, is no matter like when you're comparing yourself to someone, even if you end up feeling superior, your results are faulty. Yeah. I promise they are. Okay. Because to get a really fair result, which I don't even know if this would make it fair, but like to make it fair, you would have to interview that person and you would have to know every strength. But because strengths are different for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see how it just doesn't make sense? Yeah. But anyway, if, if you could, you would have to interview that person and you'd have to have a list of all their strengths and you'd have to have a list of all their weaknesses. Yeah. Then you could take that over to the list. You'd have to find one of your strengths to compare with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, with one of theirs. Yeah. No matter if you, that's just, that's just what I really want to get across is whether you feel superior after a comparison, your results are faulty. It's like we compare and we're not even doing it right. Even if there was a way to do it right, like we're yeah, not like, even doing like, it. Please. Yeah. Unless it's coming, your worth is inside. It, it's, it's just, unless it's coming from there, it's, it's a waste of your energy and your time. And, and you're wasting time on things that you can control and things that you can create. Yeah. Okay. So now that we've kind of talked about, you know, focusing on on our strengths, let's go to the other side of it. Like the things we are insecure about or the things we do see as weaknesses. Um, How do we get good with those things? Like how do we almost like accept those things? Okay. So like I said before, 
your weaknesses and your insecurities ultimately are thoughts. Yeah. Okay. So it's time to start questioning. And most likely, if you've had them for a while, they are now beliefs. Yeah. Okay. So these, these things that were optional to think are now belief for you. And so it's important to go in and start questioning that belief. And, and I mean, that's what I help people do is to see what, what is this belief costing you? Do you really want to keep believing this? Um, and I think a good place to start is to recognize that your thoughts that eventually become beliefs are choices, right? They're optional. Okay. So let's just jump into like an example then. Like I have brown hair. Let's say I was just insecure about my brown hair. What, what would I do? From okay. Okay. I, the first thing is again, questioning the belief about it. Where did this, where did this belief come that brown hair is bad? Where did the insecurity start? What was said to you? What was the experience? What okay. Disney movie were you watching? Right. Okay. okay. Um, and then the first part of questioning that is like going, okay, there's other people in the world with brown hair that aren't insecure. Okay. So that's my clue that like my brown hair is not the problem, yeah, right? That's because really, there's other people yeah. in the world with brown hair. Mm-hmm. So I know it's my thoughts about it. Like that's the start. Okay. That's the start. Okay. Okay. And, and you, to question your thoughts about it, you need to actually start seeing, okay, that, that a circumstance in my life is I have brown hair. Other people have that circumstance. Okay. So what's my thought? What's my thought? And go back and find it. Like really do the work because I promise you it's costing you. Yeah. It's costing you energy and it's, it's, it's a waste. Yeah. So you go in and you find the thought that's creating it. Okay. Like, and, and then yeah. you, and then that's going to give you a feeling, which we know is insecurity. Right. Okay. Like we don't have a thought cause this is just an example. But yeah. Maybe the thought is I'm unattractive. Okay. I'm less whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You feel insecure. And then we go into like all the things that you're doing in your life from that place of insecurity. And I promise you that the, that's going to show a waste of your energy. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Not showing up, not feeling confident, not like all these things. Right. Mm-hmm. And we know that that result is just going to reflect right back to your thought of I'm less. So I act less. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's doing, it's doing like it's coaching. It's, it's going in and like finding the belief and questioning it. Yeah. So jumping into this idea of like social media and comparison, um, what's a healthy way, like what, what would you say a healthy way to manage our social media would be? Or like Instagram, for example. To design your experience, to go in and, and take control, okay? Um, I'm gonna go through the steps. Okay. I've done this. Cause okay. I, I, I saw that there were like just accounts that triggered me with different thoughts and, you know it's just everybody like everyone is affected by this need to compare and everyone gets triggered like it's a human nature right it it, it is human nature so um okay so here's here's what i recommend okay to design and be empowered with social media social media number one i just want to say is awesome it is so awesome you know how many people I am able to connect with and like grow my business because of social media? Yeah. It can serve you or you can become a servant to it. Yeah. Okay. And I, I want to help you guys not be scared of it. Not feel like I shouldn't have it. I can't have it. I don't trust myself. I want to help you be empowered to make it work for you. 
Okay, so step number one. Okay, and, and just be open-minded here. Because <laughs> there's going to be, you're going to want to resist. Because I think some people are just like, I can't do that. Like, you're going to start feeling some people-pleasing tendencies when it comes to social media. Okay, okay? I, I went through it too. Yeah. When I cleaned up mine, I went through some like, they're going to fill this, they're going to fill that. Okay. But this is my life. So number one, you need to go through your social media and you need to figure out what accounts are serving you and which ones are not serving you. And no one else can do that for you. You're the one that's getting the thoughts. Yeah. Okay. I would love to go help you, but I can't because we all have different triggers. Yeah. We all have different insecurities. Mm -hmm. So what accounts make it easy to start comparing yourself? Which accounts bring up your insecurities and magnify them to yourself? Um, just what ones trigger the thoughts? You need to know. Um, and that's the thing is too, like you can do work. You can do work and then come back to that account and be in a different place. Yeah. The account isn't the problem. Right. Okay. No one else's Instagram page is your problem. It's your thoughts about it. Yeah. It's your circumstance. Yeah. So I just say, take control, figure out which ones are a problem for you now and come back to them when you're in a better place. Okay. Number two, mute and follow, clean it up. Show yourself that you matter. If you aren't in control, I recommend, if you feel like you can't do this, you can't take that control. And Instagram is a problem for you. I really recommend you get help. Get a coach to help you work on your thoughts about it. To, to work on the thoughts that I can't do this. It was too rude to unfollow. Yeah. Right. To work on that you don't create other people's feelings. I really recommend you get someone who can help you and walk you through it. That's why I think it's just so important to fix your mindset when it comes to social media. Because like you were saying er earlier, deleting it, getting rid of it, just like pretending like it doesn't exist. Um, that's not really a healthy way to just stop comparison. Because that's not empowering. It's not. It's hiding. Yeah, because comparison is everywhere. A social media is one place where mm -hmm. it's easy to compare. Mm -hmm. But you're going to go to the grocery store and see someone that maybe you compare yourself to. You're going to go, you know what I mean? There's so many different places where you can start comparing. It's not just on social media. And so learning how to manage that and how to like, feel empowered when you're using social media, that's just going to help you in other places where it could also be easy to compare. So true. It's like getting rid of it isn't going to stop it. So like learn how to use it. If you do want to have it social media, if you're, if you don't, that's different. Yeah. But like, like, do, do the work to trust yourself. Yeah. And to empower yourself so that I, it's like, I don't have to take it away. Like you're a child that can't be trusted. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when you're talking about like muting and unfollowing people, like I think some people can think that's rude. And if you're worried about it, you can always, like, if you're friends with them, you can message them and be like, sorry, I'm, I'm following you. It's nothing personal. I'm just working on it. I'm cleaning it up. You know, I'm trying like, to, like, limit my You accounts. can do that if you're worried about it. But still following someone or still, like, letting, like, seeing people's posts when that's something that triggers you, that's, like, hurting yourself. That's not taking care of yourself. And you got to take care of yourself when it comes to really anything, especially right. social media. Right. So. And then. Again, that might be really hard yeah. to do. So I recommend getting someone who can help you with that. Yeah. Okay. And then the last step is maintain that 
maintain what you're creating in your social media. Go in maybe once a month, check in with it, see where you're at. Um, if any changes need to be made, if anything else needs to be cleaned up. I just think just, again, taking charge of it. It's your world. It's, it's basically your, like, on, you know, online world. Yeah. What do you want it to look like? It's under your control. Like, you're the creator of your experience here. Yeah. What do you want it to look like? I love that. So, that's that. The last thing that I wanted to kind of ask you is if there's someone that listened to this episode still doesn't feel like they're in a good place about something that they easily compare or something that they're insecure about, what would your like last bit of like advice be for them? My last bit of advice is to see that you love imperfect people all the time. You choose to love imperfect people all the time unconditionally and you can do that for yourself you do not have to wait until you're free of weaknesses and insecurities to unconditionally love yourself because you love imperfect people all the time yeah so like give that back to yourself yeah yeah i love that thanks for listening to this episode we love you guys and we hope this helped with your thoughts about comparison or uh, social media. Um, go follow us on Instagram at I don't know. Let's ask my mom and subscribe to our email subscription if you want monthly meditation emails and emails about the, our podcast.